Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, holiday edition of the wrap-up show. John and Jim back with you. We are recapping 2022, looking ahead to 2023. Uh, Jim, did you tweet about this? I just tweeted. Did you retweet or tweet about it? I just did. Okay, good. All right, John and Jim with you. Uh, We're here probably for the next 45 minutes to an hour, so we'd love to hear from you as always. If you're here live or on replay, make sure to subscribe. Okay, that's all we ask. As this year comes to an end, if you've been watching our content, please subscribe. We really do appreciate it. Smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you want to support this channel, a great way to do it is through the um, through the super chat by clicking the dollar sign in the chat box down below. So you can click that dollar sign in the chat box down below. If you want to support this channel, if you'd like to become a member heading into 2023, you can click join down below. You get custom emojis and badges. Now, Jim has made it back. He had a very eventful weekend where he went to Northern California and made it back. And I got a text the day he left. I'm still on the tarmac. I was supposed to be there already. So it sounds like Jim might have been like an hour late. And then he made it back in front of some of the cancellations and the issues. So how was your weekend in Northern California with the travel? I'll say that um, what we're seeing today and what we saw yesterday from like airports and cancellations and everything. Um, I have no room to complain at all, like zero, because my flights were delayed a total of going there and back, probably like four, four and a half hours total. So that's like two hours delayed the one way, two hours delayed coming back to San Diego. And I made it back, so I have nothing to complain about. And my bags were found easily, and I don't have to worry about the 2022 shitstorm that is the travel you know whatever did so, you check bags to go to northern california for two nights well we brought presents so we checked one bag yes you did check a bag wow you checked one bag wow but you made it it was there insane well the thing is this, this when we got back to san diego um it was probably around 9 30 ish and we started to see all the bags starting to pile up and then when we got home is when like an hour later I looked on my phone and saw a video of exactly where we were in the airport. Bags like up to like it just insane. I was like, "What the? We we just made it out." All right. Did anyone have a travel nightmare 
over the course of this weekend, the holiday season, let us know. Uh, we'll pull up that chat. Hopefully everyone is enjoying the holiday season. Hopefully everyone is having a, a good holiday and has been safe and is looking forward to 2023. When you think back on 2022 Padres fans, and again, if you're here live or on replay, please smash the like button for us and follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD, and please subscribe. I mean, obviously, you kind of start backwards of 2022 if you're a Padres fan, and you start with the Dodgers series in the postseason. Hadn't won a series from them all year. Lose game one, and then rally and win three consecutive games. The goose, right, was on the field in game two. Padres win that game. They somehow find a way to win game four in the rain, coming back from 3 nothing down. Jake Cronenworth and others have big hits in that seventh inning. But I think it's got to start there, right? I mean, it starts at the end of the year with the series win over the Dodgers, specifically game four. Um, and that's really the highlight of the year. I mean, how could it really be topped beating the Dodgers in the postseason, the last series you won in the playoffs? It doesn't. Like, <clears throat> you know, all, the videos is what you'll be watching all next year on the, on the like, the highlight package before the game starts, right? You're going to see that Jake Cronenworth hit in the seventh inning. Yep, arms out. Every single, every single night. And every single day at Pego Park. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it starts there for sure. Um, <clears throat> the only way it gets better is if you win a, win a World Series. Like, not only knocking out the Dodgers in the postseason, but knocking out the Dodgers when they won the most games in franchise history and were a juggernaut and didn't, you know, never lost a series to you in the entire year. That's why it makes them that much better. The Dodgers were, you guys were even all year long, you know, and you guys took half you know Padres took half the series from the Dodgers Dodgers took half the series from the Padres Padres and Dodgers were fighting you know one or two games you know to get in the postseason to win the National League West obviously that would have been still it's still been a great but the but this was like classic case of David versus Goliath when you think about it yeah I think it was I think that's how a lot of Padres fans felt going in to the series as I said all year long and I'll continue to say I you know just because they didn't win the regular season didn't ultimately mean that's what would happen in the postseason, and it did play out that way. The fact that it was the Dodgers makes it sweet. I think the only way you can top it, in, a, in addition to winning World Series, is winning an NLCS. I would have said beating the Phillies in the National Championship Series would be better than beating the Dodgers in the NLDS if they did it. They just didn't happen to do it. Yep. Um, and maybe they used everything to beat the Dodgers. That happens in sports, right? It's like Ohio State beats Michigan, then they lose their next game in the playoff. Or Michigan beats Ohio State and then they lose their game in the playoff. I mean, that does happen when you're playing whatever it is, a rival, um, a team that's just been better than you. I mean, forget about rivalries. I mean, the Dodgers have just been better than the Padres for the better part of the last decade, if not longer than that. So it was it was an amazing series, and unfortunately, um, the win was taken out of the Padres' sales after that. You know, they won game two against the Phillies, which is a great game. It really was. We were there, and then nothing went right in Philadelphia, you know. But that doesn't take away from a really good postseason, the Mets series and the Dodgers series as well. Yeah, because the Dodgers series is obviously the first thing we start with. And then we talk about the Phillies series. But we can't forget that Mets series. That Mets series was, I mean, if they just won the Mets series this year, we'd be talking about how great that series was mm -hmm. all the time. Joe Musgrove game three, um, you know, game one against Scherzer, like, that was a great series for the Padres going mm -hmm. to another team that won 100 games and that should have won their division, by the way. And going to New York and beating the Mets, beating Scherzer and taking on DeGrom and then Bassett, who had a good year last year, and winning two or three there and winning those two games pretty convincingly, by the way. 
um, you know, that, that series as well. You don't, you don't get to the Dodgers uh, moment without the Mets series. Yeah. That's a really good point. I mean, okay. For, for those that are here, what was your favorite memory of 2022? You can put it in the chat. We'll just go through. So again, I didn't write anything down because I want to see what people had to share. Cause I just want to kind of relive them based on people bringing them up. Like this is obviously a huge one as well. What Sam said which was the uh, notification or whatever when they landed Juan Soto. I mean, are you kidding me? This is a topic of conversation for weeks and weeks, the idea that Juan Soto could be traded. But the fact that he ultimately was traded, that was not inevitable. We didn't know if the Nationals would move him or not. And that the Padres got him over teams like the Dodgers, where the Dodgers last year got Scherzer and Turner. Like you're thinking, are you going to finish in second place again? And to land Juan Soto, now in the end, you know, it didn't result in what we had hoped for maybe in 2022, but there's still two more years at least, hopefully, with Juan Soto, I mean, this moment, when you think back to these shows, Jim, wrap-up shows, John and Jim, this was in like, man, the future was bright. You're thinking like, what is possible now with Juan Soto? Like, you're thinking about winning World Series when you acquire Juan Soto. Again, was it the best two-month stretch of his career? No, it might have been one of the worst two-month stretches of his career. But the fact that Juan Soto is here, at least for the medium term, the next two years, obviously, there's a lot of excitement around that. Because at the time... We were all thinking, it's not just Juan Soto. It's Juan Soto added to Manny Machado, added to Fernando Tatis Jr. Right. To make a one, two, three that I don't think baseball's ever seen before. Like an MVP leading off, an MVP candidate leading off, uh, hitting second, an MVP candidate hitting third. Like, I don't like when's the last time that has happened in baseball? You see a lot of one, two punches, right? But have you ever seen in baseball? Your leadoff hitter, guy hitting second, guy hitting third, all MVP caliber players and all of that have finished in the top three in MVP voting in the last four years. My guess is, I mean, Betts, Turner, Freeman maybe have finished top three in MVP voting at some point in the last three years would be my guess. I don't know if Turner Turner has, right? Betts and Freeman, yes. I don't know about Turner. But it would be on that caliber. It would have been on that caliber. And also, too, you got a guy who's 23 years old. You got, you got a guy who's 22 years old. And you got a guy that is still in his prime in Manny Machado. Yeah, right. So that's why it's insane. And, like, the thought of that was just, like, whoa. Crazy. Holy shit, this is actually happening. They're actually, they actually got Juan Soto to pair with Manny and Tatis. Um, you know, obviously that didn't happen because Tatis got popped for steroids. But Right. Uh, but... At the time when that when that that trade was made, I think all of us thought that they're not going to catch the Dodgers, right? But they could put some heat on the Dodgers, and if they get hot, kind of like they did, they can make some noise in the playoffs, and they absolutely did that. Mm-hmm. By the way, I just looked it up. Turner in twenty twenty one finished fifth in MVP voting, so I think it would have been something like that. But I, I agree, you could have argued that Soto, Machado, Tatis, if everyone's healthy and going, is better than the Dodgers. I mean, you could easily have argued that in 2022. Now it's different. Trey Turner is in Philadelphia. Uh, Thank you guys for the supers. Thank you, Gacho JD, for the first super of the day. Again, if you want to contribute to this channel, if you want to support it as the year comes to an end, we're grateful for that. You click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. If you're here live or on replay, you have to subscribe. That's all we ask. Please, uh, your gift to us. Please subscribe to this channel heading into 2023 if you've enjoyed any of the content. All right, Gacho says this. Uh, I was neutral for the National League Championship Series, but the atmosphere here for Games 1 and Games 2 can be summed up in one word, electric. 
So that was the NLCS against the uh, the NLCS. You know, I was there for that against the Phillies. Um, I'm told I wasn't there for the Dodgers series. You were. I'm told the Dodgers series had better energy in the building than the the two games against the Phillies. Is that accurate? Yeah, because it's the Dodgers, and the farther you go in the playoffs, kind of the more corporate the crowd gets. You know, the the ticket prices go way up for the NLCS compared to the NLDS. Um, you're not going to get the the super diehards in there because they out, they get a little outpriced. Um, I mean, obviously you're going to get a lot of diehards, but not a normal crowd. Um, and I think just the just the magnitude and the situation that the Padres were in versus the Dodgers having an opportunity to close them out, one one tie in the series, game three, you go up in that series, you're up two to one you know, having a chance to close a team out at home is different than just game one and two of a series. I agree with that. I think if the series would have come back, I mean, if you're looking at a game six, up three, two to go to the World Series, then at that point you're rivaling the Dodgers series. Maybe it's the best atmosphere of the year. Um, You know, game two, we were there. That was that day game. I forget. Was game game one a day game or not? I forget. I think it was, no, No, it was a late afternoon start. No, day one was night game. Okay. But it was game. it was it was the classic case of hangover game after you just had a thrilling win in your last series. Yep. And you see that a lot in sports is like in football and basketball. If they have a crazy game seven or, you know, like the Minnesota Vikings walk off the, the New Orleans Saints and they have a complete dud the next game kind of felt right. like that with the Padres is they had this amazing comeback versus the Dodgers. And then the game one of the NLCS was like just a Full, full face, face, you know, face plant on the ground, and they got yeah, back up for game it was, two. It was a final two nothing. They lost. <clears throat> I want to say was that they had one game? hit, John. What's that? They had one hit. No, they didn't have one hit. I think they had they one hit. They had one no, hit. They had one, they had one hit. Yeah, but they had the winning run at the plate in the ninth, didn't they? After an error. Yeah, it was there's a walk in an error, and then Manny flied out. One but hit. They had one, they had one hit. That's not a lot. They had one hit. You know how many the Phillies had? Like three. Three hits. Yeah, two of them were home runs. Yeah, it wasn't great. No. It wasn't great. But game two was. Game two was. I mean, it looked like they were going down two games to none. They trailed early in that game. Um, but they won game two, and it felt like everything was in front of the Padres when they left for Philadelphia, and they never got back, as we've talked about. Let's see. Game two, 4 nothing to the bottom of the second inning. <coughs> Then back-to-back home runs, then a five-run fifth. They win that game, heading for Philadelphia. Like, Philadelphia doesn't have enough starting pitching um, to sweep the Padres in Philly, but it's baseball. I mean, you never know, and that's what happened. I mean, the Padres should have easily won a game in Philadelphia, whether it was game four, game five, or both. Um, And thank you, Ben Fadden. It was the Will Myers, his lasting memory, his last moment in a Padres uniform, potentially, unless he's traded back, was that one hit against the Phillies in game one. Was that his, <clears throat> was that was that his last hit as a Padre? Did he have another hit in that series? I mean, I'd be surprised if he did because he had a bad he postseason, right? He had a very bad postseason. So his last hit was what? What inning did that hit occur in? Probably like the fifth or sixth. Okay, so it wasn't like ultra late, right? No, it was middle of the game. Okay, well, what a moment that was! It was a moment I'll never forget. Uh, let's see here. Let's. I'm just clicking on a couple that are popping up, and I'm sure I've missed a lot. If you want to make sure we get to it, you can click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. John and Jim with you. Thanks for hanging out. We're uh, with you 
on this Tuesday morning. If you're here live or on replay, please subscribe. We appreciate your support of this channel. Uh, Faye, thank you for your support of the channel, by the way. She says, favorite postseason Padres moment. Game two against L.A., goosebumps. Is that a pun intended? Padres Probably. came from behind win and gave us a chance to bring playoffs back to San Diego. That was the goose game, game two in mm -hmm. L.A. at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, if the Padres lose that game, and th shout out to Robert Suarez for thanks, Robert. I mean, saving saving the Padres season in game two. See in the chat? No. Okay. Um, but going home, game three, down 0-2 to the Dodgers, the atmosphere would have been completely different, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it would have been like, well, let's just try to get a game. Or mm -hmm. like, oh, at least we have playoff baseball back in San Diego. And you, you, might, have some, you might have seen a little more Dodger fans there. You know, credit mm -hmm. to Padres fans for completely making that uh, uh, the best home field advantage that, that that place has ever seen for a Dodger game right. ever. And <clears throat> who knows what the atmosphere is if they go down 0-2 in that series. Because mm -hmm. now, once you win game two, you start having, you start to have some faith and you start like, this could, this could happen. Like if we win game three, then game four, Musco's on the mound versus, you know, whoever. And it's just completely different. 100%. Another one from Faye I saw earlier. I'm going to pull up because we share birthdays. She said June 8th, where the Padres scored 13 runs against the Mets. I do remember that game. And then, of course, August 3rd is one of the great regular season moments of the year, if not the greatest regular season moment of the year. Juan Soto's in the lineup. The crowd is just incredible. It absolutely felt like a playoff game. It really we there. did. And Brandon Drury, yeah, we were there. I remember being in right field when Soto made his run. Out to right at the top of the first inning. And then Brandon Drury with that first inning grand slam. Padres scored five runs in the first, nine runs in the game. That was an amazing moment. And again, piggybacking on the Soto trade. After that day, I'm like, there's nothing that's going to slow the Padres down. You're getting Tatis back. They've got Juan Soto. This is a World Series caliber team. And they almost were, by the way. Now they were slowed down. They nearly missed the playoffs. Um, that was in question in the middle of September. But August 3rd was really the peak of regular season excitement probably for the Padres. It was, it was like, <clears throat> Oh my God, here, here we go. Um, and it wasn't just Juan Soto it was that they got Brandon Drury and Josh Bell, who I thought at least one of those guys was going to be a pretty big difference. And in the end, neither really were Josh Bell had a good NLCS, <clears throat> but Brandon Drury says that grand slam. I mean, he had a he had a big hit in game two versus the Phillies in the NLCS. But not much after that. Right. Yeah, again, it was a lot of excitement at the time. And Josh <laughs> Bell, that, you know, the, the home, I, I will give credit to Josh Bell because he kind of, he set the tone for the postseason for the Padres when he hit that home run versus Max Scherzer early in game one. I think it was the he, first inning. But he also had a massive hit in game five of the NLCS to give the <clears> Padres <throat> a lead, right, against their... He had They're a great bullpen. he had a great NLCS. Um and he had that one big hit versus the Mets. But other than that, it was pretty pretty pedestrian from I mean he had a, he had a stretch Sean where he went like he was like 0 for 31 I or something early. But I would I wouldn't trade his postseason, you know what I mean? Like I, I would do it again because he did he set yeah. the tone for the Mets, who knows if you win the series without him. And he had a big moment in the NLCS in game 5 and if you win that game Josh Bell would have been a big well, reason why. Game two NLCS, Josh Bell. Remember that? He had that big home run and he had another yeah. RBI as well in there. I do. He he like started the comeback in game two versus the Phillies. And then game five, that big hit to give the tie the game. Was um, when the tie, the yeah, tie it. Yeah. Yeah. And tie it. And then the pass ball 
to get the lead there. Right. So he had a really good overall postseason. If you're just looking at like moments that he's had, but other than that, like, you know, he, he didn't do anything really in the regular season and the Padres weren't willing to give him multiple years for over $30 million, which is understandable. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I'm with you, Chad, by the way. I think Tatis's debut at home, which will not be until I was just looking that up the other day. I, I want to say it's going to be potentially late April, even if he's eligible earlier. Let me look that up again. I, I think he's going to have an amazing um, ovation. I really do. I mean, I think that we've laughed, we've cried, we've been mad, we've been angry. I think by and large, Padres fans will come around by the time he is back on the field in April of next year. Let's see. So he's going to miss the first 20 games. I want to say he's eligible to come off at some point when the Padres are on the road, either in Arizona or Chicago. So look at that. I mean, he's going to be eligible. They're going to be in Arizona or they're going to be in Chicago. Then they go to Mexico City, which, by the way, I'm going to, thanks to my wife. We are going to Mexico City for that series. Oh, it must be nice. And then they come home for the Will Myers game. It's like, what's bigger? Will Myers returns to San Diego or Fernando Tatis Jr. Gets his first at bat at Petco we'll re- in like we'll, two years. Will, will we remember that one hit he had in the, had in the postseason? Do you think they'll have a video just playing over and over and over again of that hit? That single? Was, like a, was it a single up the middle? Yeah, it was. And that was his last hit, by the way, in a Padres yeah. uniform. Um, hey, but he bought everyone drinks, so that was cool. That was very cool. That was very cool. So I think the Tatis moment's going to – I think that May 1st game, man, that's going to be huge. Myers back, Did you, Tatis back. So you saw the video of him dancing, right? Of course you did because I retweeted it. What video? Okay, cool. But he Oh, you're looks, talking about Tatis in the Dominican? Or wherever, wherever he's at. He's dancing. Yeah. Yep. Looks jacked, dude. He, well, he's always – we said that last year. You thought – I mean, of course I know. I'm just does. saying he, like, <clears throat> remains jacked. <laughs> I hope so. He's t- makes sense. Makes sense. If listen, if he plays as well as he's dancing in that video, he's gonna have an MVP caliber year. He was. He'll be like very, the greatest MVP season in the history of baseball. Yeah, <laughs> he really will. Um, let's see what else here, guys. Actually, as you continue to get your memories from 2022 into the chat, we do want to remind you and thank Mark Nimitz for his support in 2022 of this channel. Um, so let me pull that up real quick. How do I share my screen? Is this your first time ever using StreamYard? No, it's not. But for whatever reason, I was logged out of StreamYard. But now I'm going to be logged back in. One second. All right. Thank you, Mark, for your support of this channel. We just uh, did lunch with Mark last week at Sushi up in Poway. So good to see Mark Nimitz. And Mark, thank you for your support of this channel. He has been the title sponsor of the wrap-up show since day one on this channel if you have auto home renters life or earthquake insurance needs you got to get in contact with mark lifelong padres fam san diegan huge supporter of this channel if you support this channel and want to support our partners please get in contact with mark the next time you have a renewal in insurance he can save you money he can save you 750 dollars or more he's a great insurance agent take it from me i've got my homeowners and my earthquake insurance through mark I'm about to renew for 2023 as well. So thank you, Mark, for your support of this channel. Um, again, the next time you get a renewal uh, letter or email or notification, get in contact with Mark. He's going to save you money. He'll talk Padres baseball with you. He's locally based as well. So thank you for your support of this channel, Mark Nimitz. And again, there's a link for his website that you can see on the screen right now down below. Yeah. Thanks for the sushi, Mark. That was delicious. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the sushi, too. Uh, and all his information is above my head. M. Nimitz at farmersagent.com. When you reach out to uh, Mark, let him know that the wrap up show sent you. 
All right. Thank you, Mark. Let me get back to this uh, super our buddy Gaucho who listens to us on John and Jim, who is a UCSB Gaucho. He says, another fun moment for me was the Padres drafting outfielder Nick Vote <laughs> in the seventh round. Do you remember this, Jim? Right, when they drafted him in the seventh round out of UCSB? How could I forget? Rooting for him as an alum to make the show. Thank you, Gaucho, for that super and for your support. Hey, listen, I hope he can help the Padres as well. Just like that 16-year-old they just signed out of Venezuela, Caracas. Ethan Sales or Salas. Yeah. Can't wait for his debut. What a moment. Will we see that in 2023? Will we be on the air in 2023? I think we'll be on the air in 2023. Will we be on the air when Ethan Salas makes a debut, you're saying, in the big leagues? That's that's what I mean is in seven years. Will we be doing this show in seven years? Yeah. (laughs) What do you guys Stay think? tuned to find out. <laughs> what do you guys think? Um, yes, Michael, we agree. We agree. Pretty good. No doubt. Um, all right, let's go back here and see what we've missed. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Was another favorite. Oh. What is, was mm-hmm. was another moment that was your favorite? Was uh, I'm surprised you haven't even said it yet. Is when I called out Manny Machado and he went on like the hottest stretch oh, yeah. of his entire career. Yeah, you're such an idiot. That's right. Um, I remember actually. I think I I think I walked you into it. I was at the zoo with my wife and our three year old, and I saw a tweet about what Machado said post game at Dodger Stadium after they were swept. And I'm sure you would have seen it as well. But I was just like, look at this tweet. Look at this comment. That's all I said. Mm-hmm. And you immediately were like, you were like so angered by it. You couldn't believe what he said, which was, am I worried about the Dodgers? No, I'm Manny effing Machado. I'm not worried about the Dodgers at all. Yeah. And you could not believe this. It was almost <clears throat> like, I mean, this was like the, the worst thing that ever happened to you in your life, like that he would say that. So you took to Twitter, said, Manny, you need to be better. He immediately hit like 500 over a 20-game stretch. <laughs> He later beats the Dodgers in the playoffs. He later has a walk-off hit where you said, if he has a walk-off hit here, I'm going to delete my account. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a bad stretch for you, but it was a good stretch for the Padres when you called out Manny Machado. Yeah, he was hitting over the last month before I tweeted that. He was hitting, I think, around 200. And he just went, I think, he had like one hit versus the Dodgers in that series, and they got swept. Or they got swept, or they lost two or three, I forget. And they were Not- swept at Dodger Stadium. Okay, they were swept. Um, but he had a horrible series. He did not have a good series at all. And over the last month, before I tweeted that, Manny was hitting 200. And then he comes out and says that. And I'm like, well, dude, if you're going to say that, you better you better back it up. <clears throat> well, he backed it up in a big way. You think? <laughs> in a pretty big what way. What did he finish? Second in MVP voting for the pretty National League? Yeah, pretty pretty big way. Um, <laughs> he shut me up. Oh, man, shut me up, amazing. but he he showed out. Well, a lot he, of people in the moment, I remember looking at that tweet and had a lot of traction. You had likes and you had comments. And there were people that agreed with you, obviously, that had a lot of likes. And there were people that completely disagreed with you. Right. As to be expected. I mean, right. you're talking there's, to there's, look, fans. There, there are people out there, and I'm sure there's a bunch in the chat right now. That's fine. That's great. That no matter what Manny Machado does, they stand behind Manny Machado. He can hit 150 for a season, and that's still your third baseman. I get it. Um, but like, for me, I'm not. I'm not stand. I'm not a 
stand behind somebody no matter what. Like they got to produce and got to perform. I don't care what your name is, and no one is above criticism. And at that moment, I was like, dude, if, if Manny's gonna say that, like back it up, dude. And he he absolutely did. So, he did. You're welcome, everybody, for lighting a fire under Manny's That's ass. That's right. Now there was this wasn't really a Padres moment, but when I went off script uh, one night, I don't even remember the circumstances. I really don't. Jim walked me into it. Speaking of yeah, walking, so you're like, what do you think? I because I had just told Jim like Joey said like has like eight like, RBIs. Otani. Yeah. I was like, dude, you see Shohei had like eight RBIs tonight. I'm like, I don't care. And then you're like, we were like wrapping up a show and you're like, what'd you think of like Otani's eight RBIs? I'm like, I'm so, and then I went on this like ridiculous rant on Otani for absolutely no reason, just yeah, because I freaking hated it. I did. And then of course you clipped it out, put it on social media, tagged like Yahoo Japan or whatever you did, or like Shohei Otani fan club in Tokyo. And then I like didn't want to go to work for the, the next like month. If we look at all of the F ups this year and all of the embarrassing moments, I beat you by like a mile, dude. Do you dude. think what else did you say? There's no way that I don't win that that I the Manny Machado, the Xander Bogarts. I'm sure I did oh, something yeah. else stupid in there. Like I win. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's probably true. In terms of the show, like ridiculous moments on the show. I mean, you getting wasted for like for whatever reason for like three straight months was kind of funny. I was going through a weird place. I was going through a you weird were. time. I think that was pre-relationship girl when you were like it wasted was. in your your like childhood home, <laughs> like swinging at like flies, like against like the, I don't even know what you were doing that one night. It was a lot. It was a you lot. were in a weird place. And then there was uh there was the bird. I did an entire show with a bird literally on this table. Yeah. To the point where after, after the show, I had to wake up my wife and it took us like two hours to figure out how to get rid of this bird. That was literally like a one inch by one inch bird. It's like a little Tweety bird. Um, we had to figure out how to get him out of my house, which we were able to do, I think, with a shoebox. Yeah, it took a while, like all night. That okay, happen. so wait, I want to get to this. This is, <clears throat> funny. this is funny. Let's get into this. All right, John and Jim with you. Again, if you're here, please subscribe. Please smash the like button. Please follow us on Twitter. And um, if you'd like to support this channel, click the dollar sign in the chat box as well. Gus says this. I respect Jim more for criticizing Manny than I do John for defending Soto. Okay, so, well, here's the thing with Jim. I mean, Jim will criticize anyone on a dime. I mean, Machado could be an MVP, but if he goes over four in game one of the wildcard round, you will kill Manny Machado for saying that coming through in a moment. didn't kill right? Manny Machado because they won game one, and he still went over four, I think. I think you were, you might have said something. Here's the thing. Two, I, am I, more something. Of, I am more of the, hey, I worked in minor league baseball for 15 years. I understand the ebbs and flows of baseball. What? And that you don't build narratives or trends over days or weeks or even months. I mean, it takes so much longer than that. That's why I don't get, I don't get bent out of shape when the Padres go, you know, six and 12 against the Dodgers and say, well, there's no possible way they can beat the Dodgers. They were six and 12 against them in the regular season. Sport doesn't work like that. So my defense of Juan Soto is based on his track record and his career. And the fact of the matter is I believe long-term I'm going to be right. And I think Soto's going to hit and I think Soto's going to produce. Um, did he have a bad August and September for the Padres? Yeah. I mean, at times, is it really bad? Yeah, and we did say that. But, you know, I thought he actually had some big moments for the Padres in the postseason, and I think he's primed for a big 2023. Yeah, I I criticized Juan Soto pretty no heavily. crap. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's that's the game. It's – what are we – what am I – what are we doing here if we're not, like, 
talking about what the right. player's doing on the field. No, you're right. If the guy goes one, if the guy goes one for his first, or if the guy goes one for thirty in the postseason, what am I doing here? If I'm not saying he needs to be better, what are you doing here? I don't know. Yeah, I mean that, that's the whole comments. point of the show. I think where we've been able to carve out an audience over the years, we've done this show now for four years. We've done it on YouTube for a couple of years. We've done the wrap up show now, entering a fourth season. Of course, we do John and Jim on San Diego Sports Seven Sixty. Like where we've carved out an audience is that we are honest and transparent and truthful. When it comes to the Padres, where I don't think everyone is that same way. And I think that there is an audience for it because I think the Padres should be treated just like any other professional team, um, which is a good thing. I mean, I think it's a good thing that we are honest when it comes to the way they play. And there's a lot of great moments in that. And then there's, you know, middle of September where Bob Melvin, like, is flipping tables and disappointed with his team. Like, if Bob Melvin's to the point where he's calling out his team publicly, why wouldn't we? You know, Bob Melvin's the manager of the club. He's got he's got intimate knowledge of of their abilities. It's his job to get the most out of his team. Yet he was to a point in mid-September when they were like no hit or shut out or one hit in Arizona, where he was like, it's put up or shut up time. Um, yeah. You know, we had said it previously, but that's where, you know, again, I think you gain credibility by being honest. And oh, again, we have opinions that you might disagree with. My opinion on Juan Soto is give it time, give it time, give it time. Um and, you know, it didn't necessarily transpire in 2022. I think well, it will with, in 2023. I'm with you. Like, I think Juan Soto is going to have a big year. I expect Juan Soto to have a big year next year because of how bad he performed when he was with the Padres in the regular season. It's not good. Right. Hopefully the shift maybe changes some things and maybe a full offseason knowing he's going to be in San Diego, knowing that, I mean, this is a legit World Series contending team. Um the talent here is insane and he doesn't have to worry about being traded like at all. So uh, that's probably, that's why I would say he he's due for a big season. And like we talked to Chelsea James a lot who covered Manny Machado or not covered Juan Soto for his entire career. And one thing she kept on saying is like guys, 23 years old, 23 and we all, we we view him as like a 30 year old veteran you know <clears throat> so he's still young and he's still dealing with all this stuff it's crazy mm -hmm. i mean this is amazing from sam and again there's no guarantees obviously with projections as we know but i mean a 173 wrc plus weighted runs created this is a huge number i mean an mvp caliber number and again he would be doing it at petco park not a course field or a great american ballpark he's primed for a big year no guarantees in life uh, but he is primed for a big year. Chad, maybe, I mean, maybe Marty will will join us in 2023. I would guess no. I would guess no. What are the odds um, on that happening? Like plus 7 million? Yeah, probably plus 7 million. There, there's no way Marty's going to join the show unless we ask. And even so, if we asked. And even if we asked, Mike, I think the answer would be <clears throat> no. And it <laughs> Not because, because she, she doesn't didn't want, want to, to, just because she just doesn't know how you know, Marty. Yeah. She's stuck there. She's going to do her thing. Right, right, exactly. Yet she's on every Zoom press conference for the Padres. It's fine. To be fair, we didn't ask. Did That's we? right. All, we've never asked her, so we can't even say that. It's, kind of, it's, it's on us. It's not really on yeah. her. We should get Darren in here one day. What are the odds of that? We have to ask. Plus 400? <laughs> you went from plus 7 million to plus 400? Uh, yeah, I did. I think Darren's more obtainable than Marty. So they're also projecting a huge year from Fernando Tatis Jr. Could you imagine? Yeah, that, 
the one two in your lineup you have a wrc 160, plus 160 and 172 be nice Holy now shit. again the thing that it doesn't take into account with tatis is between the ears like does the suspension get to him yep How does he um, it also doesn't take into account three injuries i wouldn't think fully yeah how is he i mean not playing professional baseball for two years almost that's crazy so how does it affect him how does the pressure affect him how does when he goes to other ballparks and he gets just destroyed how does that affect him if he doesn't get off to a hot start if he's you know how does that affect him so the quote from Juan Soto over the holidays about Tatis that he, like, he, was he like rides with Tatis no matter what or something yeah I was trying to pull that up real quickly I, I couldn't find I forget it, what he but... said but I, I saw the gist of it that he's like we will welcome back Tatis with open arms yeah which it's great. Uh, I'm glad to hear him say that publicly too. Yeah. Um, and it's not going to be smooth sailing. It's not going to be a perfect season for uh, Tatis. No. Like there's going to be some moments in there. There'll definitely gonna be, be bumps on the road for sure. Yeah, there will. And it's a lot like Soto. I mean, he's still a kid. He'll be 24 January 2nd. We just haven't seen him. It's crazy that he debuted at what 20. <laughs> I know. And we just haven't seen him. Um, was it 19 or 20? Wasn't I forget? I it mean, was 19. It was, what year was it? He, de- he debuted in 2019. So I think he was 20. He had just turned 20 on January oh. 2nd of 2019. Is that right? I think Not that's bad. right. I think that's right. Um, okay, so interesting, Alex. Yeah, today's the anniversary of the Blake Snell deal. This was the week they traded for Snell and Darvish and Musgrove, Jim. Did they trade for all three in the same week, or was it Snell and Darvish in the same week and then Musgrove later? They all came quick. I think it was Snell, Darvish, then Musgrove. So that happened between Christmas and New Year's. Yep, and Musgrove's been, I mean, Darvish has been great. Musgrove has been great. Snell's been eh, yeah, good at times. Like really, really good at times, but what am I wrong about again? I don't it's remember three years ago. I don't remember yesterday. <laughs> How much do you hate Ben Fadden? Who? Exactly. Um, he, dude, Ben, Jim pulled that down quick. He wanted that comment off the screen. Quick. What? I'm wrong. I'm wrong about what? Tatis thing? 2019 yes. or? Oh, sorry. Yes. Are you going to issue a retraction? I don't know how old Tatis is off the top of my head. He's 23 or 22. No, he's 20. He's going to be 24 January 2nd. Okay, he's 24. <laughs> Jeremiah is saying all three of those trades happened the same week. Yeah, Darvish anniversary is tomorrow. That's crazy. Snell and Darvish, though, back-to-back days. When you look back at that, I mean, that's pretty significant. I'm with you. Snell hasn't necessarily lived up to it, but in the moment, like... Uh, what? You can't deal with it. Did I freeze? You did. Sorry. Oh, dude, that's the other. That, that's the low light of 2023. In addition my to internet. my Otani comments, the fact that before you had a girlfriend, you also had no internet. Yeah, that's a good thing to do to to have when um you're doing a show based on the internet. A girlfriend? <laughs> no, think no, no internet. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. I mean, where would we be with that relationship, girl? She got you internet. I'd be in the gutter somewhere, dude. <laughs> I know. I know. I'd be like, I don't know, stuck in a garage forever. You literally were in a garage. I was in a garage. It's a nice I liked garage. the garage. I, I visited one time. It was nice. I don't know if you had air conditioning or you, you didn't have heat or you didn't have air conditioning or something. Uh, I didn't have air conditioning. I did have a heater, but I had no like 
anything. Yeah, that, that was that was tough. It's a garage. Yeah, it really was. A lot of blankets. Would you wanna, what'd you say? A lot of blankets. <laughs> we also want to thank uh, Aura for their support of this channel over the last year. Great company. Their co-founder, Will, is in San Diego, and they've got offices right here in San Diego in Liberty Station. This is a great company. If you're looking to get healthier in 2023, start with Aura. You really should. Check out their website. It's on the screen right now, ORA.organic. There's a link down below as well, but ORA.organic. Click the Build Your Routine button. You're going to get 30% off your first order. So affordable plant-based products. I'm talking about probiotics. I take one every single day or proteins for after workouts or pre-workout supplements, omega-3 oils. They've got sleep pills and immunity pills. They literally have something for everyone. You can try them out right now, 30% off. Click Build Your Routine down below. Please support our local partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, Will at Aura, ORA.organic. Again, everyone's looking to get healthier. It's for yourself or your family or your friends, 30% off. Check them out, ORA.organic. Yeah, go there right now. Uh, Build Your Routine. You get 30% off your first order. They have everything you need. To live a healthy lifestyle, www.aura.organic. Trust us. If you want to start the new year off right, go to Aura. Get all of the, their supplements to live a healthy lifestyle. You'll thank us later. What will happen first? Padres won the World Series or Jim's pops, Jim pops the question? Well, I mean, it, it, here's the thing. Hopefully, it's the latter because... I mean, well, no, hopefully it's the former. Mm, it depends. I, let's just let's say this. I ain't waiting. So the Padres better hurry up. Oh, wait. Okay. Do you have something you want to tell our viewers today? Live run replay? Stay tuned. Really? Eyeball emoji? <laughs> Stay tuned. Does relationship girl know about this? Why would she know Was about it? this? Because you're telling everyone on the wrap-up show to stay tuned. I just said stay tuned. Now, did you have anything under the tree in the shape of a ring? No. (laughs) Would you call that cheesy to propose at Christmas? Yes, I would. But what what counts as... Okay, so what's uncheesy? Non-holiday related? Yeah, I feel like... Christmas, I don't know, man. Yeah. This kind of this it does. It seems a little cheesy to me. Okay, New Year's about, proposal does seem kind of cheesy. It's cheesy yeah. as well. What about a ballpark <clears throat> proposal? Oh God, the worst. Maybe at the Holiday Bowl tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> you could do a Holiday Bowl proposal. Oh my God, could you imagine? Oregon scores a touchdown. I'm like, this is this is the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, put in the chat, where's the worst place to propose? <laughs> There's some bad ones. Valentine's Day is also really bad. Valentine's Day, yeah. Very cheesy. cheesy. Yeah. Wait, what is this here? The bathroom? <laughs> the bathroom proposal? What the fuck? You know what I think is really cheesy? I remember Kristen and I went to a restaurant. What was the famous restaurant in New York, Chris? One If By Land in New York City, where literally we were there for dinner because Kristen was young. And she's like, I want to go to One If By Land. I want to go to, it's this romantic place. So we go there. We literally saw five proposals while we sat at our table. Everyone got proposed. It's this place where every single person that is there is getting proposed. Oh my God. It's like, if you ask your girlfriend to go to One If By Sea, she expects you to 
drop down a knee and ask her to marry you. Oh, that's so bad. It it was it was I didn't I didn't propose <laughs> when we were there. Everyone else did. We're getting so many places. All right, Vegas is a, a bad place to propose at a wedding. Mm, yeah, you or, can't see you know, thunder during right a now. game. Yeah, a that's funeral. Terrible. That'd be awful. <laughs> Tijuana, Hong Kong. <laughs> that wouldn't be great. Disneyland is pretty cheesy. Yep. Tijuana Street Taco Cart. Yeah. Um, skydiving. That'd be very yeah. hard. What if you don't land? April Fool's Day. That'd be terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, let's see here. Proposing on the show, like right now, oh, would be very can cheesy. You imagine that would be so oh. cheesy to propose on the oh. show. Didn't Hartman do that? He did that. Yes, he did that. That's back. terrible. Oh yeah, during the show, he proposed. He proposed to Denise. Mm. Um. During yeah, during my during our radio show. That'd be great. Uh, a funeral, Hong Kong, <laughs> while getting a vasectomy, yeah. while having surgery. Underwater. Underwater. Yeah, sure. Padres opening day. Well, you're going to have to cross At all the these off the list. Well, guess what? Don't worry. These are not even on the list. You're just going to have to do it on like a random Tuesday. At an Eagles game. That is hilarious. <laughs> On a roller coaster <laughs> while watching Super Mario Bros. movie. That's You're so like, good. Hey, will you marry me? <laughs> you could do it in that guy's voice, who um, Super Mario's brothers that's in the movie that we're making fun of. His voice sounds like nothing like one of the characters. Oh, oh it's a me, Mario. <laughs> that's pretty good. It's a me. Will you marry me? That's really good. Woo-hoo! How many days? How many days are we away from February 24th? Googling that. Oh. Uh, because that is the spring training opener. 59 eight, days. Five, 59 days. Which means pitchers and catchers report, what, at least seven, eight, nine days in front of that. We're like 50 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting, guys. Does anyone have a date on that? Is there a date? Ben, bail me out. Ben. I know you've got that like on your phone, right? That's a good question by Chad. Did you guys have any hot takes from last season that were way yeah. off or pretty close? We, yeah, we did. Yeah, Jim was like, Machado, you're terrible. Trade him for like... No. Beginning of the year, I said Machado <laughs> would finish top two or three in MVP voting, and he did that. How'd that turn out? Oh, good. It turned out great. You said Will Myers would have like 35 home runs. How'd that <laughs> turn out? over the re- rest of his career. You also said that Denelson Lamette would have like 25 saves. <laughs> I also said that CJ Abrams would be a 2020 guy. He's fucking on the Those were predictions, not hot takes. Hot takes are when you like go off and like, you know, some tangent or direction. It, like if I if we I was like some, Manny Machado's the worst third baseman in the history of right, this order. Which is basically what you said, and that was a that was a bad take. Yeah, okay. Otani is overrated. That's a bad take. That's a very bad take. So yes, we had some that were way off. Do we have some that were pretty close? I mean, I'll stick by this. I'll, I'll make a hot take right now, or I'll be Ooh. critical right now. Bob Melvin in-game, eh. Like, I'm crossing my fingers at times. Like, there's True. some Bob Melvin late-inning pitching decisions with his bullpen. Postseason specifically, he got bailed out by guys like Robert Suarez, Josh Hader, whomever. Um, but there were some moments during the season where I'm like, what are we doing here? It seems like he was a step slow a lot, specifically in the postseason. Um so I don't think it's much of a hot take. I do think it's criticism, and I do think it's warranted. I agree. I agree with that. And it came to came to bite them in the ass in the worst possible time in the postseason. 
games four and five. Yeah, definitely. It really did. And again, I think if that happens with like the Yankees or the Red Sox, you never hear, hear the end of that. You know, I mean, no. I think that's a topic in an off season in New York on WFAN all six months. I mean, of course, you're going to get lost in Giants and Jets and whatever else is going on. But if the Yankees lose the American League Championship Series in the exact same fashion that the Padres did, I think that's just a huge talking point for forever. Yeah, you can't have a lead in the eighth inning of an elimination game and not have your best reliever out there. Mm-hmm. Robert Torres is great. Josh Hader was better in that moment. Sorry. I think this was more me than Jim. That was a lot of you. That was not yeah. me. But once we saw him out there, like we're like, this guy's... It's over. It was done. I mean, yeah. It was done. I mean, I've watch. He's gonna have like 14 wins for the Rockies this year or some shit. <laughs> Throw 200 innings. Like what the? Fuck? Right. You know, no. Will's gonna hit. You like you said. You know, Will's gonna hit 280 with like 22 home runs this year or something. Yeah, they're gonna have to like get rid of Soto to get Myers back. It's gonna be like Myers at the deadline for Soto. Myers is gonna have a better year than Juan Soto. That's a hot take. That's a really hot take. That is a really hot take. Um, all right, guys, we're back at the radio today at 3 p.m. We're talking Padres baseball. Please join us, San Diego Sports 760. Um, we wouldn't be able to do this without your support. Simple as that. Um, so please support this channel by subscribing. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. And please also um, subscribe to our radio show because if you're listening to it on the iHeartRadio app, you can subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn Radio. So if you miss anything, Make sure to subscribe, leave a review for that show as well. Um, of course, we have to thank our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have auto, home, renter's life, or earthquake insurance needs, Mark is your guy, locally based, title sponsor since day one of this channel. He can save you $750 or more. If you switch your insurance to him, take it from us. Please get in contact with Mark Nimitz. I'll talk Padres with you. We'll save you money in 2023 as well. And then there's Aura. If you're looking to get healthier, and if you want to support this channel, check them out. 30% off your first order, ORA.organic. ORA.organic. And tune in today. We're doing a top 10 countdown of uh, moments in John and Jim for 2022. Today, we will reveal the 10th and 9th best moments of the year for John and Jim. Bro, I don't know if we're doing Are we really doing 10? Is there enough time to do 10? What do you mean? What do you and mean? What do you mean 10th? Time? Are we doing 10th and 9th in one segment or over the course of two segments? Over the course of. One segment. Okay, good. I was like, this is way too much. No. We're, do, we're, we're revealing two each day until Friday, because Friday is our last show before the new year. Okay, well, you're doing Wednesday solo because I'm calling the Holiday Bowl. Okay. Well, today's Tuesday, so two times four is eight. Oh. <laughs> so then maybe we'll do three today. I don't know. Well, we could do that. We could do two one day, three another day, two one day, three another day. Yeah. By the way, we've got shows for you. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, next week as well. So join us on San Diego Sports 760 beginning today at 3 p.m. And you won't want to miss moments number 10 and 9, the best of John and Jim from 2022. I don't even know what they are. Yeah, yeah, you do. I sent you a list last night. I know, but I didn't really look at it. I was. Let me see. I'm going to go back real quick. When did you send it? Yesterday afternoon. Was it via text? No, it was via carrier pigeon. You sent it via carrier pigeon? No, I sent a text message. Okay, are these the best moments in the show's Okay, I like it. It's in the show's history, not like the best sports moments. No, just the best moments for the show in 2022. Or my first time here's doing my a question. countdown. Here's my question. Will Ben Fadden make this list? In some Tune capacity? in to find out. 
Tune in to find out. Thank you, Jeremiah. Finally, someone like someone liked like, it. One tree fell in the forest. It. Like we did this amazing twelve days of Christmas rant. Can we play that real quick right here? Sure. Can you pull it up? We need to Four get some mileage long, out of that dude. thing. Four minutes long. Yeah, play like yeah, play it. Who cares if people don't want to hear it? They can leave. <laughs> Who cares? Just driving away, everybody. Um, I don't know where I put it. It's on Twitter. Yeah, John I... and Jim. Okay, hold on. Oh, jeez, we're gonna oh. lose everybody. No, we're not. It's gonna keep them around. This is like so dumb. On the eighth day of Christmas, John and Jim get to me. Eight games of Trainwreck Radio. Seven is that good tweets. Six, Jim's an idiot. Five, Ken Palm rankings. Four, movie references by Brent. Three, butchered updates. Two of John's dad shoes. And a giant bolt on the back of Jim's head. On the ninth day of Christmas, John and Jim get to me. Nine college football alignment rumors. Eight games of train wreck radio. Seven is that good tweets. Six Jim's an idiot. Five Ken Palm rankings. Four movie references by Brent. Three butchered updates. Two of John's dad shoes. And a giant bolt on the back of Jim's head. On the tenth day of Christmas, John and Jim gave to me ten acai bowls. Nine. Col- <laughs> Realignment rumors. Eight games of Trainwreck Radio. Seven is that good tweets. Six Jim's an idiot. Five Ken Palm rankings. Four movie references by Brent. Three butchered updates. Two of John's dad shoes. And a giant ball on the back of Jim's head. On the eleventh day of Christmas, John and Jim gave to me. Eleven. Hey, did you know I used to work in minor league baseball? Ten acai bowls. Nine college football realignment rumors. Eight games of train wreck radio. Seven is that good tweets. Six Jim's an idiot. Five Ken Palm rankings. Four movie references by Brent. Three butchered updates. Two of John's dad shoes. And a giant ball on the back of Jim's head. On the twelfth day of Christmas, John and Jim gave to me. 12 Jim sneezes. 11. Hey, did you know I used to work in minor league baseball? <laughs> 10 acai bowls. 9 college football realignment rumors. 8 games of train wreck radio. 7 is that good tweets. 6 Jim's an idiot. 5 Ken Palm rankings. 4 movie references by Brent. 3 butchered updates. 2 of John's dad shoes. And, and the giant ball spot on the back of Jim's head. Wow. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas, even though Christmas is over. My son asked me today on the way to school. He's like, are we going to run Christmas again? I'm like, it's another year. You have to wait another year. He's like, what about Halloween? I'm like, same thing. It's next year. It's like it's, far it's away, all buddy. next time. Yeah, yeah. Get, get You have to wait a while. Thanks, guys. We'll see you today on the uh, radio. Happy holidays. We're with you from three to six today. Wait, your producer's lucky to be employed. Thanks, We're guys. lucky to be employed. We're lucky to be employed. You're right. All right, guys. We'll see you soon right here on the wrap up show. We'll see you this afternoon on John and Jim. Take care. Please. Did you know I used to work in minor league? 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20.